What's up, Bavusters? It's your man, Will, and we're off to another exciting podcast. If you're not familiar with the Bavuster podcast, hey, it's my podcast. This is where I get to go out and talk to all the cool food entrepreneurs in our area. Today, I get to catch up with Glenn Pappas. He is, uh, he's kind of like Dino Royalty in New Jersey. His family is the creators of the Coach House in North Bergen and Hackensack. They started uh, Greek immigrants. They started from in 1939 with a small cart and it evolved into two restaurants. He's now working at the uh, East Hanover Diner with the Carsos family, who are another amazing Greek story. I mean, it, it can't get any better. So I catch up with him, and maybe we can get Yanni to come to the mic. That's the, the other brother from the Carsos family. But hey, enough from me. On to the podcast. Okay. Introduce yourself. Hi, I'm Glenn Pappas, manager at the East Hanover Diner. I'm John Carsos. Uh, hi. Uh, the owner of East Hanover Diner. Awesome. So, we're in East Hanover at one of the best diners. I, I'm biased, I'm sorry, <laughs> but I love this diner. Um, what is it that makes the East Hanover like a real special diner in your community? What do you think it is? Well, obviously it starts off with the food. The food really is fresh, homemade, scrumptious. John's two brothers um, make all the soups and gravies. Um, Home fries, a lot of the preparation, most of the, not a lot, most of the preparation, they do, and they do it daily, and they, they bring 40 years, I mean, if you put them together, that's 80 years of experience that they put into every, every day. Yeah, I can totally see that. Yanni, what is it that you like about the diner? Where did you come from? Where are you from? Originally, I come from Greece. Move the mic closer. He comes from Hios, Greece. Yeah, move the mic closer. closer. Okay. From Hios, Greece, yep. and uh, I... I was fortunate to come in this great country in 1974. You know, I started working in the diners and I started to love the diners because I come together with meet a lot of great people. And I was fortunate enough to be in uh, very good communities where I see great people, great families yeah. that come together, humble. We started, me and my brothers, and with some great people around us. Tell me a little bit about your, your parents. Because there must have been a huge influence on, on the three brothers. Yeah, they were also hardworking people, believing honest work, those good things, family, and not only taking, giving, giving back also whatever we could. Right. Give it back to the people that needs, need something. That's, that's what we, we believed in. That's where we came from, you know, live family, friendship, and uh, community service yeah yeah that's amazing now glenn tell me something about your family because you're, you're kind of like diner royalty that's why i always <laughs> tell people because of the papas <laughs> well um geez i mean i, I uh, that's a, first of all thank you for putting it like that um i started i started working in well my as a, my, my grandfather came from greece yeah and he started what's the coach house in north bergen in 1939 he'd had and his name is Clem. Clem. Right? Yeah. yeah, I'm uh, kind of named after him. It's like, <laughs> it was, Clem, it was yeah, of, that makes sense. It, it was it was close, uh, yeah. so, so they called me Glenn. I'm, I'm gonna fast forward to 1985. So I was as a little kid, I had experiences in diners and um, would would go to them. But as a 15 year old kid, um, I got a job in North Bergen. Okay. Got a job. My my uncles gave me a job working in North Bergen, and my grandfather used to come to my house at seven in the morning, mm -hmm. at like six thirty in the morning, sit on the horn until I got out. 
dressed. I had my apron. I had my white shirt. <laughs> ran out and would w work a ten-hour day. Oh my God, that um, sounds awesome. And it was. It was great. And I would li listen to Papu's story. What and, and really, why I call him Papu. Uh, Papu, him and my and my yaya. Uh, would, I would I would just just hear their story. He would he would give me like like fifty years worth of diner knowledge on, on the ride just, just into work, and then getting to see him operate yeah. a man in his late seventies into mid seventies. Wow. Um, to to just he actually worked. Yeah. Picking up these big tubs of ice. Picking, I mean, he just went at it, yeah. and um, I got to see how he really mingled with the public. Yeah. He was, even though his, his English wasn't good, um, he really knew his clientele. Right. And he always, put, he and my yaya always put the customers first. Yeah. So that kind of mentality got burned into, into my persona. Yeah, I love that. Um, so I, it just became natural to me. Yeah. It's that strong work ethic. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's a strong work ethic. Yeah. And um, a strong a, a, a people ethic. Yeah. And John. And John and his two brothers have it in spades. Yeah. And a, a lot of that feel that I got in Northburg, even though this is a different style diner, there's definitely differences. Yeah. But that feel that I got from Yanni, working with Yanni, and w watching him work the Morris County crowd. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he is, I mean, anywhere in Morris County, pretty much. Yeah. You'll find people who know Yanni. Yeah, it's And awesome. his two brothers. But definitely because Yanni's like the face of the, fr you know, he's the front guy, the face a lot of them see every day. And he really had that same same quality that my grandfather had, as his brothers do in the kitchen. Like my, cause yeah, I, I see, they each have a, a they section have, they have. Yeah. yeah, and they have, um, you know, I see a lot of him in them. Yeah, if you you know that same type of work ethic and same approach. Yeah, um, no nonsense, serious. Give the people what they came for. Yeah, totally. All right, this question is for Yanni. You you're the front man. Yes. And you're. Your brothers, one works in the bakery and one is the ruler of the kitchen. Yes. Have you ever tried being in the back in the kitchen or the yes. bakery? Many years ago when I was young, I started from the back. Okay. I was a cook. We try everything and they found out that I was better up front. Okay. I was better with people, better personality. Yeah. And we agreed that I would be in the front and the brothers in the back. But I did the back. I cooked. For many years, okay, I have the experience. No, I understand. It's good to know every every position from dishwasher to to you know the owner, the the guy, the person that checks you out. So for those people at home that are listening, as he's speaking, his eyes are scanning the restaurant <laughs> and he's looking for things. It's it's like you're on active patrol as an owner, but I think that's because people are walking in. So you're always greeting, and that's the thing that of makes course. you you. We always, we always appreciate the people that coming in, and because yeah. from the customers comes all the, you know, everything comes from the customers. Yeah. Without the customer, we don't succeed. Yeah. Without the customers, there's no money. There's no community. There's no love. That's it. There's no company. Yeah. 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 All right. So this question is for Glenn. So. Uh, on your travels, how many diners have you worked in overall? Overall, I've worked in one, two, three. And name four. them out. Uh, <laughs> yeah, go ahead. No, some I don't want to mention. But okay, there are no mention I mean, some. But I, the ones that I, that I would say, obviously, Coach House Hackensack, Coach House North Bergen. Right. I got to work at the Randolph Diner. 
Yeah. Which was uh, a good place, very good place to work. I have Who, to tell you. Who's the family there? Um, it's, it's the Sparopoulos family, and I had the really the pleasure and honor to watch Bobby Sparopoulos work. Okay. Um, not, you know, because he also, yeah, in the Randolph area, he in in that community. Um, he knows his customers. He's at the diner we went to. Yeah, and they, yeah we went there. It was like brand new reconstruction. Yeah. I worked there before it was uh, uh, reconstructed. Right, right. Uh, the renovation, uh, which was beautiful, by the way. I, I Like I said, I, I got, it, it was more like, it was similar to this at yeah. the time when I worked there. And it was really, really a pleasure to watch him work. The, the and also, well, the Brookside diner, when they, the brothers owned the Brookside, I worked for them at the Brookside. Yeah, the, the, the Carso's family mm-hmm. owned the Brookside at one time. Too. Yeah. And, and was that a Yanni? Was that a business decision to to scale back and just buy, taking this one only and selling the Brookside? Oh, we bought this for the kids. Okay. But the kids, they all got education. Yeah. The kids, uh, they all got education, and they they were not interested. Yeah. So we're a little older now, so we end up with two places. Yeah. So it was a little bit too much for us to maintain two places and run it right. Yeah. No, I understand. So we thought that we give up the the Brookside and concentrate on one place. That's actually one of the reasons why I'm doing my documentary about diners. It's something new that I'm really taking on. Who are the new Greeks? Because like in your situation, you're getting a little older, the kids are lawyers and doctors and accountants. One day you're maybe not want to have a diner. Who's going to come in next? What immigrant families will come in and take over? You know, because uh, you had asked me that uh, like a few weeks ago, and so maybe I, I, yeah. I have it up on Yanni because I've had a little Go time ahead. to think about it. That's fine. But... I mean, speaking myself, yeah. I got I went to W&J College. I have a uh, bachelor's of arts degree. Okay. Um, I had worked at MetLife. I had securities licenses. Um, there's going to be a, a certain segment of young of Greeks, such as myself, who have it in their blood. We get your education, but you miss the jungle. Yeah, you come back. You know it. Yeah. You really like it. Um, that cold um, atmosphere in the office really wasn't for me. I wouldn't I wouldn't have liked it. Yeah. But this is a you know a meet and greet, meet and greet. Um, you get if, if you're a people person mm-hmm. and you have a creative side to believe believe it or not there's a creative side to this and me, menu creation obviously other things that that the brothers have gotten me involved in totally and other places I've worked if you have a creative if you're a creative streak in you you can express that in a diner believe it or not yeah totally so the answer is it would be people like me who do get educate who do get that formal education right right but have their who who have the background in it and realize. This is for me. Yeah. That's who's going to stay in this. Yeah. You can tell it's getting close to five. The the phone's ringing. <laughs> there's, there's life in the diner. Yes. So we're starting to gear up towards diner. And it's Friday. Yes. So. And uh, the, the, take, the take out the deliveries around this time yeah. uh, start going. Well, right now we have... Um, as Glenn scans the <laughs> diner <laughs> myself to see who's because I see Yanni went working on the phone yeah. and I see people by the register. You have yeah. to make sure yeah. uh, they're taken care of. Um, there is no downtime. No, there is no downtime, and the reality is something in in a, in a diner or maybe in a restaurant, particularly in a diner. Yeah, the most dangerous time where you could lose a customer is that downtime. That's true because there's. Um, you 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 like you, you might be losing your guard, not paying attention. Yeah. Uh, uh, one customer, because there's time. Uh, one customer might be talking to you about, uh, and then you, another customer gets overlooked. Yeah, yeah. And, totally. and they get mad and they walk out and then you say, Ah, no, come back. And yeah. And then you have to, be, you know, yeah. tell them to come back. Um, Each customer is special, of course, because they are they are lifeline. It, it's funny, uh, diners. 
are one of the few places that you can come to, sit on a counter like we are now. Person sits next to you, you don't know them, they have a coffee, you have a coffee, you're each eating something, and have a conversation and then never see them again. Yeah. It's one of the few places I know that you can actually meet new people and never meet them again, but have this in-depth conversation. Go ahead. Go ahead. Put the mic close. One of the things that I want to add about the diners is uh, how special they are in New Jersey mm -hmm. and New York. People over the years that came from other parts of the country always mention how special the diners are. Yeah. The reason why the diners are like this diner here, this Hanover, is because we start fresh every day in the kitchen. Everything fresh. Right. Homemade soups. Yeah. With fresh ingredients. Mm -hmm. That brings up a point. Everything is fresh, so even the conversation that you have with your customer is always evolving and fresh. Yeah. Right? There, I mean, last week when I was here, or two weeks ago, there was a guy who had the captain's hat, and you call him the captain. Is he? Does he come the in colonel, here? The colonel. Oh, the colonel? Captain. Captain. Captain? captain. Yeah, the guy. Yeah. The guy comes in every day, yeah. every single day for breakfast. Yeah. Uh, and, and dinner. Yeah. And uh, he finds that in the diner, you find... A real food, no processed food. There's something, though, about not just, it, it's the companionship. I would say that um, sometimes diners are depicted as uh, where lonely people come late at night yeah. with a cup of coffee and there's, the they sit by a, themselves. The good thing about the diner is that you can come any time of the day yeah. and have anything you want for a piece of apple pie and coffee to a sandwich, eggs, mm -hmm. or dinner. Yeah. All right, I'm going to ask you a kind of question here. Sure. I was recently at the uh, Arlington Diner in North Arlington. Okay. Have you ever been there? No, I have not. So when I was there, um, I was with a friend. We were taking pictures, and I was kind of trying to get a vibe of what was going on there because right now while I'm doing the documentary, I'm in the research stage, so I'm going to go to a lot of different uh, restaurants. The waiter we had, whose name was Nick, who he wasn't Greek either, <laughs> It's there, there, believe it or not, there are people named Nick who are not Greek. Yeah, <laughs> it's funny, right? But not many Greeks named Glenn. No, no. <laughs> but the, the the one thing that he said was he knew all the gossip from the other diners. Yeah. Well, do you do you guys talk? Uh, well, it, we don't we don't have time to talk. I guess sometimes there's counter hopping. Yeah. Where a troublemaker will go from, and usually a Greek troublemaker who yeah. go from diner to diner to. Cup of coffee and funny and come complain, right? Yeah, complain, gossip, make things up, go from one diner to another. And I, usually, I, when it gets to the tenth diner, it doesn't. It's the only. Th there's no truth into what this this guy is. That was that game telephone. You remember that as a kid? Yes. You get ten people in a row, and they tell yeah. one person at the end the story was different. But, but in this, this it's the same guy going from door to door and telling various, you know, uh, versions of this of this kernel of truth he thinks he has no it's true your community you and you have a lot of young people from what you tell me at night oh yeah yeah so there tell me about the young movement here in east hanover well it's, it's a great place for young people to come in this particular diner it, it, we don't serve alcohol we we get young people coming to lots of times games um, okay you mean like I on mean, television or on television okay. islanders fan I, I get uh, one group of them are islanders fans they come and watch islanders games they're excited the islanders are going they're getting me into i'm not really a hockey guy but they're getting me into it and we have another group of kids who they're from east hanover and there's about six of them who all go to montclair state and one of them goes to college here in morris county right um, but they come in a group Okay. Six or seven of them. Okay. And then I have another group that call themselves the organization, and they're also 
in East Hanover group, and they come, they watch baseball games, but they also come talk politics, talk, uh, you know, whatever, you know, young ladies, they, they might have seen the intro. This particular group is guys. Yeah. And they, uh, after their basketball, they're in a, uh, like a youth bas- bas- uh, basketball organization. Yeah, like a league. Game. So they come here on many, multiple occasions for many reasons. Right. And, and they're interesting, too, because they, they, these guys are young guys who many t- are talking about politics. Yeah. How, they, how young? A college or high school? Uh, high school. Now, some are in college. Right. They've been coming here for years. Okay. Some are in college. Some are in high school. Right. Late, like seniors. Now they're both seniors. Mm-hmm. But to me, one of the things that strike me about them is that they talk about, like, like they get into politics. Yeah. They get into um, world banking. They're, they're very interesting. They're, they're very well-read, very huh. uh, interesting. And for young people, you know, when I was 19 years old, I believe me, when I was in a diner, I'm not talking politics. No. <laughs> I, I don't think I talked anything when I was in the restaurant. But <laughs> yeah. I was too busy. Or yeah. we talked about girls. And that yeah. Was, yeah. Yeah. They talk about girls. Talk about, you know, some, yeah. some cool movie you saw. Yeah. But uh, they'll have debates amongst themselves yeah. about various pol- uh, political American politics, international politics, ish, you know, current events. Huh. Uh, monetary policy. It's very interesting listening to them. That's when you come to the diner. You know you can get just about any topic. Any yeah. Anything on the menu, and your menu is like a small oh, yeah. book. It's like that thick. Yeah. And now the menu, the talk topics are that thick. Yeah. yeah. Even sometimes uh, the sporting events that we'll have here, I could see that they, they reach, you know, the obviously cross-generational, but it can spark different conversations mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. With, with, with these people. Uh, with these various people, which is uh, which is nice. Yeah. And sometimes they all themselves, these various groups. Yeah. And some of the, the, the customers who come daily, when like you said, one of them will hear the conversation and start talking to these kids. Yeah. Make sure and you come to the close. Okay. In in a very positive, you know, yeah. and, and they start not debating but discussing. And, and, and uh, you know, sometimes like yeah. behind you have the counter and you have three booths here. It is not un, uncommon. To have this whole little area turn into like a, a forum or a, you know a discussion center of people who maybe never met each other, yeah. Or now they come back yeah. knowing that they might be there, and they'll have these conversations again. Yeah. The, the last one was on the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Oh. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> Whether or not these inductees belong, yeah. You know, it's it's in the, in the name, com- you know, silly, but but. Um. It, it, to me, it's just interesting. Wow, you none of you all know each other. Yeah. And here you are talking about whether Janet Jackson should be in. Oh, but what did they come up with? Uh, some said yes, some said no. You yeah. Know, it's, one, you know, it's not. It's like throughout uh, all America, you, you can't get a consensus. No, <laughs> that's true. That's true. Yanni, this question is for you. I say yes, by the way. Uh, I do. Okay. Uh, bring the mic real close. Real, real close. There you go. Who, who makes the menu? Who, who chooses what goes on it? Do you guys all get together? We all help. Uh, Glenn was a bit a big part of it. Okay. We all help. We all help. Uh, we all uh, put in our, uh, you know, what we know. That's how we do it. All of us. Uh, Glenn brought in some good new specials. Okay. That our people love. Okay. And I did, and other people, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Do you guys look at other diners and say, oh, this diner's doing like, uh, like vegetable uh, roasted bowls and stuff? Do you look at like food? Mostly, tech- we listen to the customers, what the customers like when they come in. Okay. We don't look at other diners. We look what the customers tell us, what they like. We see what they eat, and uh, we go according what the people eat. Okay. Yeah. Do you you know who takes off something? Who says like this doesn't sell? Well, we-, we see, we see what doesn't sell, and uh, that's that's how we go by. Okay. What doesn't sell okay. and what sells. 
a computer doesn't lie. Yes, that's true. So who does the analytical part? Um, you guys just put it on a spreadsheet, piece of paper, and say, this doesn't sell. I haven't sold this in, like, yeah, weeks. That's what we do, yeah. Okay. All right. Now, Glenn, this is for you. Since he said that uh, you have contributed, like, a culinary taste what did you what did you contribute on the last menu it was really uh, a mix of places that i've that i've worked at okay but also places that i go actually go myself to eat yeah and uh like that uh, we have this uh, shrimp and sea scallops dijon yeah i used to, there, there was a restaurant in east rutherford years ago that i used to go to yeah and that was a good one um i've been going to argentine and colombian restaurants that's right. where the chimichurris mm. um that sounds good. Oh yeah, the chimichurris and uh, which in a skirt steak. Then you have the grilled chicken right. in, a, in a cilantro sauce. That was also a, a, an Argentine dish. Yeah. And um, really coming up with I- ideas that I saw, and then running it on the blackboard and and see how. The, and that's how they determine which of those went by putting it on the blackboard. Yeah. We we noticed these are moving. Let's get, let's put them on the main menu. Menu. Yeah. Um, but it, it also turned into. Some wraps I added to, like the chimichurri steak wrap, right? Um, fresh um, guacamole and chip. I mean, things. That, I mean, this isn't cutting culinary new ground, but in the diner, these are kind of new. I was gonna say it's definitely different because uh, from our days back in the coach house when we worked together, yeah. your uncle Nicky, he was big on certain things. Uh, skirt steak, I think, was yeah. the big thing. Yeah. And if you know the area, and for those that don't, it's North Bergen, but you have a uh, very diverse, but it's mostly uh, Latin American mm-hmm. people from South and Central America. Yeah. So that's how I was like, how do you guys... What I'm trying to figure out here and do research for my documentary is, will these new uh, immigrants, mm-hmm. will they add their own ethnic vibe, right? I heard Egyptians and... and so do we get, you know... They do. Can I, 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 to the diner, they do. Yeah. Um... The diner will always be the diner. Yeah. Like if you looked at my grandfather's diner in 1939, yep. it was very simple. Eggs, sandwiches. Yeah. Um, maybe a couple of uh, – a steak. Yeah. A, ham, a beef steak, a ham steak. Right. Um, a roast chicken. Things, things. Very simple. Now, fast forward, what, 80 years. Yeah. Um, it's – the diner really – the concept – see, but back then, that was the American staple food. Now, the yeah. diner is going to remain that, but incorporate – Various foods from our and like like we have the Japanese stir fry on. We have t- t- teriyaki sauce. Yeah, uh, we have. Um, is it, uh, now we've, we've added more Hispanic dishes. If you look right. at the Italian, if you looked at, at my grandfather's menu f- uh, eighty years ago, there was no chicken franchise. No, Marsala. They didn't know what that was. These were French and Itali- uh, Italian dishes, which now we view as American. Yeah, it's totally then, Americanized. Yeah, it was viewed. Wow, this is what? what? This it's is, exotic. This is exotic. Oh my! Oh, yeah. From straight out of Palermo. What do they think they're doing? <laughs> <laughs> He's Greek, they're, not Italian. I know. They're trying to elevate it. <laughs> Get put away that Parmesan cheese. <laughs> <laughs> but now it's considered as a as staple American, which these other items that we talk about the churrasco or skirt steak, yeah. chimichurri sauce, um, nachos now are a staple. You know. Yeah, I got gotcha. you. Um, eventually, these items will become viewed, in my opinion. It's traditional American food. Yeah. And then at that point, when they're, when these are traditional American foods, yeah, other groups will be here, and maybe we'll have, like, Uzbeki stuff on the menu. Yeah, see, that's what I, I can't wait to find, like, uh, I've heard some Egyptians and some Koreans and the Irish guys out in Pennsylvania, which I'm going to go talk. Like, how do they put their culture 
into their restaurant. You know, like that's what I'm. That's what I'm excited to see. What's the new diner menu? If we have new yeah. immigrants, what's the new food that goes with them? Well, uh, like I said, they're going to. Now, are these Irish and, and the Koreans who own diners? Yeah, they. That's been, cool. They've been. That's what I'm saying. Like this. That's cool. This uh, other Nikki from the North Arlington or Arlington Diner, North Arlington. Yeah. He basically gave me a roadmap because he knew all the gossip. He said that this diner and this diner, they were Greek and they sold and they sold to Egyptians. <coughs> okay. And then uh, he said some Koreans. And then I know from working from Tom at Restaurant Graphics that he went out. He, he, he even he was shocked. He's like, "There's some Irish, like real Irish families out in Pennsylvania having two diners." Really? Yeah. So I thought, wow, this has got to be contagious. It, well, because it is traditional American food. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> other, gro- I, the way I, now that you're telling me this, yeah. logically, I mean, another group should be, be able to slip in very easily. Yeah. I mean, you, you, once they learn, like I said, it's traditional American fare, and, yeah. and then just add their flavor to it. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, 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 could, I could totally see that. Yeah. And I would believe... It would work. Yeah, totally. The uh, the other connection that I uh, the diners have that always that don't shock me because they are connected to your community is um, doing fundraisers, being a part of the schools when it comes yeah. to fundraisers. Do you mm-hmm. do that here? Oh yeah, the East Hanover Diner definitely supports its local community. And uh, his brother, John's brother Mike, and his family, his yeah. wife Carol, they live in Whippany. And so they support also Whippany as well, which is like two towns up. Yeah, it's a couple towns uh, away. But but they, um, they used to own the Brookside, which was which is in Whippany, and so yeah. they're very 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 entrenched in that town and have never forgotten it. Yeah. Um. So they're the answer. My 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 long winded answer to your very short question was yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but it's cool because uh, most people, honestly, the people that will get a good uh, use out of this podcast because it's entertaining, but. People that live in the area, in the tri-state area, yeah. and now don't live in the tri-state area, and they, because, I mean, you can go to Vegas, you can send a baker out from here that baked bread forever, and then you go eat his bread in Vegas, and it's not the same, because of the water. Well, yeah, the water's different. So that's why, I'm like, the diners out west and south, they're not the same as the northeast, and I, I'm hoping that everyone hears this and goes, <laughs> oh my God, let's reminisce about yeah. that diner. Yeah, uh, I remember when I lived in Western PA, I was very disappointed in the f- in, in the food out there. Yeah, um, great area of the country, by the way. I'm not knocking, it, but no, it just, I, I, w- I was I, I unpleasantly agree. surprised. <laughs> I I agree. I uh, I've talked to a couple people now. I was in um, the Empress Diner, okay, in Fairlawn, and they did a fundraising event for a young man. He's 25. He has brain tumor. Oh god! And, and he can't walk now. He he can't do anything. So his parents need a van. That has a you know lift capability, so they raised uh, a couple thousand, about six thousand between the, the fire department doing a boot drive, and then on Monday they did a dinner where they took ten percent and they donated it to the family of your ticket. Okay. And then a couple bars got together, so they're they're doing everything community centric. But yeah. I hear I hear this. Do you okay? So Yanni, tell about that experience the, uh, about how you helped your community out. Well, the schools. Uh, I've always you know, the school needed something. The schools or the, the fire department or anybody need anything in town, I was always there yeah. for the fire raising. Yeah. yeah. Always, as a matter of fact, I got a, I got a pretty good reward, but I left her there. 
on the wall from the mayor. Okay. For that, uh, the mayor of uh, Hanover Township. Okay. For uh, for being there all the time. Yeah. Anybody ever needs. They were clearing the they were clear the the rivers there, and I was part of it. I, you know, yeah. always. And I, I believe the same thing here. I believe that we should not just take from the community right. and the township. We should give back. And I'm always I always say to everybody, anytime they need anything, we're always here. Right. Yeah. I I agree. I think that's awesome. That's 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 nice. That that's nice thing to take and give. Not only give. Right. Not only take. You know. Yeah. Yeah. You 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 you're here, and you're helping. You're being a good uh, civic uh, person, or uh, you know, being being good to your town. They're good to you. You're good back. Yes, of course. Yeah. Of course, that's the way to do it. Yeah. Okay. So this question will be for Glenn. Yes. All right. Pull the mic. Okay. Yes, yeah. sir. All right. So, 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 as everyone that's listening, uh, you may come in at different parts of the podcast. Uh, we're actually toss, passing the mic back and forth. So, and it's uh, it's back in front of me. Yeah, it's back in front of you. <laughs> what is your What is your take on the diners? Uh, how can I say this? What like What do you think the next technology to help the diners out? I'm, Oof. I that's mean, a very good question. I mean, you guys have been killing <clears> the, <throat> the delivery game. There wasn't much delivery out here, and now you guys no pretty yeah. good with it, right? We're doing yeah, we're doing great. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> yeah, that that zoomed, and yeah. you were a big part of in, in uh, establishing I, that. I only connected the dots. You guys yeah. have to do the hard work, uh, lifting uh, every day. Well, yeah, well, thank you. With, with that, with that, by you connecting the dots, you gave us the roadmap, and and, and it really took off. Now, uh, the, 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 if the next type of technology um, to help inc- increase sales, or yeah. is, is that what you mean? Yeah, I mean, um, what, do you th- what do you think you need to uh, serve your customers better? Well, I mean, McDonald's recently just bought uh, some kind of data company so they can find out more data about their customers. Um, do you, do you, do you, that would be useful. Yeah. That would be very useful. Right. I remember in North Bergen, you had because um, where I had pleasure of working with Will before yeah. at Coach House North Bergen, and he had um, you had a um, very good with, with these cards. Yeah, the feedback cards. The feedback cards. That's what they were called. The feedback yeah. cards, where you would ask, really just leave in a very unob- unobtrusive way, leave the customers these cards and right. give them the option to give feedback, and it was very, very valuable. Yeah. That was, I mean, that was, and it was a very low-cost thing to do. Oh, it was totally inexpensive. Um, I, I think that a move like that would be very good in shaping the menu. Yeah. Really shaping the menu. Yeah. And, and to find out what, what do they need, what yeah. do they want. Yeah. Um, uh, but it, it, when you mention the cards, the there's two people that come to my mind. Uh, one... Was Kathy the waitress? You know what? <laughs> you know what? Why? Why I know that nasally <laughs> voice? I think uh, I don't. She grew up in the area, but she always sounded like she was from Long Island. Yeah. But she she would say, well, "My customers know me by by now. They don't need to know uh, what's going on." <laughs> well, she, she no. She grew up in. I, I knew your grandfather. She yeah. Said, I knew your grandfather. That's totally her. <laughs> and then uh, Angelica the waitress. Yes. Who was? If she's four foot two, she's <laughs> nothing, right? Yeah. She a lot of energy. Though. Oh she's my a, god, whew. she's she uh she will punk you down. Yeah, yeah. So she punked me down and says, "Our cus- my customer doesn't need to fill this out 
he they know already we do a good job. <laughs> Just thought it was funny. Yeah. Uh-huh. Well, so, yeah, some some people who will start. Well, initially not understand what you're doing. Yeah. We're not trying to get complaints on you. We're actually trying to find what they like. What yeah, they yeah. Want. What we need to fix. Yeah, fix. It could be the menu. It could be anything. Yeah. Or add, you yeah. know, menu or take out. You have, you know, yeah. what's, we don't like, no one orders from there. You know, yeah. if it's some, but really to find out what we'd like to see you do this. Yeah. You know, that, yeah. so that, that that's a good. I, rem- I remember sitting in uh, un- uh, your Uncle Nick's office. Yeah. He had those leather couches. Yes. And he would sit there. <laughs> and then I'd sit next to him and try to impress him. You know, we should use some analytical data to do this. And he would just gaze up from his little iPad and yeah. go, hmm, with the eyebrow. <laughs> I used to get the look all the time, like, I'm not that impressed. <laughs> so um, I just love uh, your family so much. Uh, uh, Nikki was pretty awesome. And, Thank uh, you. He Thank is. You. He, I remember Cheesecake. Remember, because... Every every Greek diner, if you ask them what they're known for, they say cheesecake. Yeah. So everyone is known for well, cheesecake. Well, the funny thing is that you bring because I, I try to get this down there and it didn't go, and I've been trying to get him to do this in delivering. Yeah. The bakeries. That's now I'm sure the, the baker, when he gets wind of this, will be chasing me around with a butcher's knife. He will but be. I, or <laughs> broom. But I think that Yanni, like delivering special cakes, like birthday cakes. Yeah. We have the delivery service. Yeah. Now you have the cakes. I think there's a big takeout, yeah. takeout and delivering these cakes yeah. on holidays because we're open Thanksgiving. Oh my God, open. Christmas you're open. We're closed Christmas, but that doesn't mean we can't deliver it on the 24th. No, that's true. That's true. Um, I remember know. your uncle Nicky telling me because uh, I go to Ohio every year. We can still deliver it, but we're just yeah. not pushing it. We're not, th- and that's the, the push. The question: How many cheesecakes can you do here? We can do a good amount. Well, uh, like 40, 50. Yeah. Okay. Like, but you know, if the baker hears it, he'll be chasing me around. Yeah, that's go, what I'm saying. Like, he's he's already hating you for this. <laughs> there, there's some evil daggers be being thrown on my back. <laughs> <laughs> the your uncle Nicky told me that uh, uh, one year because uh, you guys did co- cheesecake out the door for the holidays. Yeah, we sold 350 cheesecakes. Yeah. And he was like, we've never just sold cheesecakes. Yeah. yeah just we cheesecakes. never sold that many ever. That's not including the layer cakes, the fruit pies. Nope, and yeah, none yeah. of that. Yeah. And, he, and he asked me what I did because I used to run the uh, social media. And I said, we just told everyone about it in like November. Yeah. And just primed the pump. Yeah. It, it, it worked very well there. I mean, could we replicate that here? Who knows? Yeah. I'm, you know, but, but how you, big is your bakery downstairs? Oh, it's a good size. Yeah. As Definitely. big as Coach? It's as big as Coach was before the renovation. Yeah, I know. Okay. And they used to do a tremendous, yeah. tremendous. Uh, yeah. So the answer is, uh, he ha- he has a room in the. I, I know he has a room in yeah. the press. But right now the, we uh, we don't even do one a week cakes. Yeah. Cakes. Well, that's something we got to sit down. I mean, and like a whole cake to sell. We we sell and go through a lot more cakes. Right. Slice by slices. By slice. Exactly. Yeah. Um, that's a that's something else we should sit down. And he's a great. Can I tell you? He's a great baker. Yeah. And George I, does a great job. Yeah. I think that's, like I said, that's something we should sit down this summer and try to strategize. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. So the we'll wrap it up here in a minute or so, but I'm going to ask one final question for Yanni. Well, uh, pull the mic really close, really close. Okay. Sorry, Yanni. Who are you grateful for? What are you grateful for? I'm grateful to all the, to all the people that uh, with me, my brothers. Yeah. My brothers, uh, the family, all the family, the kids, all the family, yeah. and all the other pe- great people that work that work with us, yeah. especially Glenn. Yeah. 
Glenn is one of the the nicest guy I've ever worked with. I agree. We do have a lot of, not only would we work very good together, but we also have a lot of, a lot of fun uh, together. Yeah. A lot of fun mm-hmm. along the way. Yeah. And it makes it easier, makes the time goes. I'm grateful to all the customers that come in yeah. and give us all the business because without them, really, we would have nothing. That's the truth. And all the, the great friends and and all the townships, yeah. the good townships that we've been in, yeah. I tell you, yeah. great townships, yeah. police department, fire department, right. all the townships, everybody, everybody in general. Yeah. That uh, has supported us over the years. Yeah, I agree. Because without them, it would be nothing. And it's, you know, I have, I have a lot of fun over the years, especially with Glenn yeah. and a lot of good, good other people that work with me, you know? Yeah. I would not say work for me, I would say work with me. Yeah. Because I see like we are, we are like a team, you know? Yeah. Teamwork. They're family. Family, you know? Yeah. I tell you. It's great. I'm very grateful that God gave me, kept us healthy yeah. to work. And uh, getting other people, you, for example, the great work you did for us. Yeah. And uh, meeting you and uh, did all these things. Thank you very much. Very, very grateful. It. I want to thank everybody. Yeah. Thank you so much. the bottom of my heart. Yeah. You know? Can I answer that question? Yeah, come on. It's your turn now. Okay. What are you grateful for? Well... First of all, I'm, I'm grateful to God because it all comes from Him. Yeah. Then after I've, I've, after that, I am eternally grateful and thankful mm-hmm. to John and his two brothers for, I, I mean, I've I've known them a lot longer, but um, not not to the degree that I know them now. Right. And um, really thankful for the opportunity that they've given me. Yeah. And really thankful to not only. M- uh, George, Mike, and John, yeah. but to their to their families as well, because yeah. they really have embraced me um, as a fellow Greek and as a as a person, and they've really embraced my children. So for me, and then apart from that, the uh, the local Morris County community who's embraced me too. They didn't know me when I think ten years ago. They didn't know me at all. Yeah, I, I was just some guy from outer space. Yeah, and uh, really twelve years ago, and I landed in Randolph and ended up in in Whippany. So, thanks. Yeah. And so I'm, I'm thankful to that community, to this community. Awesome. He's got a lot for us here. No, I, I agree. No, I agree. We're very grateful. Yeah. I agree with him. He's a, he's, he's a great guy, you know. Yeah. We see him as a family. Yeah. He's great. I'm grateful for um, the Pappas family. They gave me a shot. And uh, I'll, that, that goes a long way. And you guys introduced me to uh, Diner and Diner Culture, the inside. I'm grateful for the Carso's family because they gave me a shot, and you guys have taken me in like I'm your family, and that's why I, I love working for you. I love doing same things. Here, same mm-hmm. here. Yeah. And I'm grateful to Glenn for introducing to you, and yeah. great local friend for us. Glenn for a lot of things. Yeah. He's a great guy. No, he is. He's a great guy. He's, yeah. he's a great, great worker, great person. Yeah. And he has a lot of ideas. He has a lot of. Yeah. Uh, and he's also a team, a team player. He helps everybody. He's around everybody. Yeah. He needs anything. He's always been a great guy. Yeah, I agree. Thank uh, you so much. Thank, thank, thank you. you. All right, and with that, uh, everyone be good, be well. We'll see you again. Okay.